Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of 20 Somethings. I'm Brittany. And I'm Tati. And we're so excited to hit the double digits. We're on our 10th episode, and thanks for tuning in. Let's get into it. All right, I think we should start off by saying happy Pride Month. It's the 1st of June when we're recording, and it's officially the first day of Pride. Yep, happy Pride. Have you any... Any, any exciting news to update with today? Um, I don't. I just got, well, not really. I just got back from um, a vacation I went on with my boyfriend, a little wild, wild west um, road trip. We went to Vegas and then the Grand Canyon and then Sedona, and that was fun. Um, oh, wait, I do have Ooh. a potential job update Um it's not like oh, a yeah. legit job. Well, not it's not that a legit job, but a temp agency. I got in contact with a, t- a temp agency that could potentially um, help me find a job. Like they're all temporary, so it'd be like three months or like a few months, but better than nothing. What do you mean? What do you mean? Like, what's a temp agency? A temp agency that? is an organization that connects people looking for jobs with companies that are in need of like an administrative assistant or something like that. So like if they have someone who um, quits working and like doesn't give their two weeks notice and they need someone urgently, then they um, they contact the temp agency and then the temp agency finds someone to fill that position. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's That's like- That's so smart. That's so clutch that you found that. Yeah, so it's like better than nothing because um, I have like only been getting interviews and like it's hard to get past the- the interview stage like they haven't really gone anywhere but hopefully this will be nice so then I can like actually work and like maybe add something to my resume yeah I think it'll go well and are you still looking like are you looking in Georgia or are you looking in California I'm doing both the temp agency is in is in California just so like if I can hopefully find something for like a few weeks while I'm here um but I'm also applying to jobs in Georgia too Oh, sweet. Yeah. I think it'll go well. I'm sending in my good vibes for you. <laughs> Thanks, girly. What about you? What have yes. you been up to? For me, not much on this end. I It was just a normal week for me, pretty much. Nothing too crazy, honestly. <laughs> that's good. We, but, yeah, <laughs> nothing bad to report, so that's good, at least. Um, oh, actually, one thing. My plants died, which is kind of sad. Um, Your plants died? Which plants? Well, I got some, like, indoor plants. You know, like, those big leaf plants? Uh, like a fiddle fig? Yeah, it was, like, oh, 20 bucks. I mean, I was disappointed in myself. Yeah, it's not that bad. And it still is alive. It's just, like, brown and ugly here now. And I also got my mom, like, these sunflowers, and I put them in a pot, and I put them outside our house, and they just, like, started what? dying. And they're all, all the, yeah, all the leaves came off, and now it's just bulbs. And I'm like, but I water them every day, and they're sunflowers, and they get plenty yeah. of sun. So Ew, like, oh, it's just a little need. big, uh, yeah. like, round brown part right now. Like, all the leaves are gone. Are those stem? Ew, I yeah. hate that. That's so gross. This- <laughs> um, what happened to your green thumb? Yeah. You used to go, like, a fuck ton of um, I know. herbs and shit. It's, I still have the herbs. It's easier to do fucking herbs than do these. And I just have to, like, I, I realize I need to, like, watch some videos or get some books or something, because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> And now it's, I sad now when I look at them, I'm like, I have to start all over. Oh, I think. no, I think you'll be able to revive them. Yeah, so that's my next project. But other than that sad moment, nothing else to update. We saw some good news on the other end, which is that 
COVID seems to be almost over. Kind in of. In the United States, at least. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. In the United States. And that kind of leads us to our episode today, which is all about the good old COVID we do. And I feel like when I listen to some podcasts, I feel like people sometimes will try like stray away from talking about COVID just because it's like kind of sad and like, it's like you already see enough of it. So like why talk about it type thing. But I feel like with this podcast, it's nice. It would be nice to talk about it just for the fact that like, you know, this is going to be over one day. And when it is, it'll be interesting to look back at this podcast and see like how our experience was with COVID how we had to deal with it and like you know what we learned from it and just all that stuff. yeah I mean I think that COVID is something no one has experienced ever like there hadn't been a big pandemic in like years so it's crazy that it's something that collectively affected like all of humanity so it's interesting to see um just how we were impacted and yeah I agree it's kind of like a time capsule so like in a few years when we look back we'll be able to see how our lives were changed by COVID and how different they are in the future yeah which is pretty like it's definitely changed a lot like if you told me a year ago I mean I guess more than a year ago now but if you told me that I all of a sudden a pandemic would hit and like shit would just go up in flames all of a sudden and like I wouldn't be in school all of a sudden and like I just life completely changes and everywhere everyone has to wear a mask and all this stuff like I would not believe you I've been like that's too like crazy but like it's insane to see that we're actually here and like people do actually wear a mask all the time and it's like I look back at old videos now where people aren't wearing masks in the videos and I'm like oh gross yeah so I don't really get like that sometimes because I know a lot of people have said that where they like look back at movies when people are in crowds or like music videos or whatever and you're like freaked out that people aren't wearing masks and I like haven't had that effect yet I get it sometimes where I'm like I forget that there was a time pre-covid but other than that like yeah I, not so yeah I haven't thought about it that much in film but it is crazy like when you think about it in depth I'm like damn we all were changed by this and like we all have to wear masks and be health conscious yeah, I'm like thinking about hand, how often you're washing your hands. Like they would always say, wash your hands. But like, and obviously I would, but it was never like, wash your hands or die. Like, it was never yeah, that I mean, bad. People, people used to like wash their groceries and stuff in their packages, like spraying down the I packages. did that. I did yeah, that. Me too. <laughs> and like, so, okay, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves though, because we do want to follow the flow of first, how did we find out? Like, how was your like initial, um, like, you know, COVID came, it was like March 14th ish time. Mm-hmm. And what was your like first moments of finding out? Well, I had found out, like I started hearing about COVID at work because I worked at a restaurant and I was starting to get really freaked out because I think it was right around the time that um, COVID started to um, really catch in the United States. And people were saying like, because I used to work at Pont City Market and that's just like, there's a bunch of stores, businesses, there's like businesses yeah. that are upstairs. So it's like a place where people are coming like in and out constantly and like thousands of people. And they were like, it just takes one person. This whole building could be if like could be um, impacted and like we could all get infected. So I was like, Jesus Christ. Like when you say infected, it's yeah, like, Whoa. I was like, oh my God, this is like really serious. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't, we still hadn't gone into lockdown. And I had a trip planned to Miami with my boyfriend for spring break and we were kind of debating whether or not we should still go and we ended up still going but it was just me and him so it wasn't like we were around a bunch of people because we were going to go with a big group but then most of the people ended up not going and like we had gone there early and we were there for four days we were able to go to the beach for two days and on the third day 
they completely closed down the beach and it was crazy because it was South beach and it was empty, like completely empty. And it was so weird because I had never seen a beach like that. Like you can go to beaches where there's like a few people, but there was no one, like literally no one. And then, um, we decided to leave early and my plane was packed. And I think right around the time we decided to leave was when, um, like most governments were shutting down. So we left early. My, my plane was packed and there was a bunch of British people on my flight. I remember that. Cause I think like it was right around the time that England was closing down too. So they were like, fuck, we got to get home. So yeah, I was in Miami and then I came home and then that's when lockdown really started. You're like, yep, here we go. Beginning of. What about you? Yeah. Um, for me, I actually, at the time, my ex-boyfriend, he had found out about COVID back in like January, like when it was first hitting China. Mm-hmm. And he was like, there's this like disease. It was in China and it's like making people wear masks. And I remember he like, we, when he told me about it, I immediately started watching YouTube videos about it. And I was like, oh my God, this is insane. I'm like, this, and I, I had the text, I sent it to my mom and I was like, look at this, like, look what's, what's going on in China right now. Like, this is like a whole thing. And she's like, she was like, oh, like, yeah, but that's like in China. Like, what was that going to do to us here? And I'm like, all it takes is one person to fly here. Mm-hmm. And then it's like in the United States, like, it, it, this sounds like it would be easily spreadable. And like, she wasn't very worried. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. And then February passed, didn't really hear too much more about it. Then March came and I remember I was like in class and I didn't really hear like anything necessarily, or it was like, we had some guy, he was like visiting and he was like coughing and he's like, don't worry guys, I don't have like COVID or anything. And I was like, what? (laughs) And yeah, that same day, I think was the day, it was like the day before uh, spring break. And that same day they were like, "Um, no more school for two weeks. And we were like, hell yeah, like an extra week off spring break. Like this is lit. And I just was like, okay, cool. Like I'm I'm down for this. Then I go to spring break. Uh, we were in Panama City and it was my birthday week. So I, I was like still trying to go, even though I knew it was kind of sketchy. And like we tried to go to Dave and Buster's, I remember on my birthday and it closed like so early, like 6 p.m., which normally it was at like 10, 11, 12. And I was like, oh man, this shit's getting real. And I remember I had went and like I shopped at like Forever 21 down there. And then like I was able to try on clothes and stuff. And then I left. And then the next day I went back there and like the fitting rooms closed. They were like closing everything. Like it wasn't even the same. Like in a day they had taken away like all this stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, things are moving fast. And it was like I saw like everything was fine. Like the first couple of days I was on that trip. And then by the end of it, like everything was locked down. Like the Starbucks were closed. Like everything was closed. And I was like, cool. And so when I got back, yep, it was locked down just like that. And I was terrified. I was terrified to say the least. I was like, I'm not leaving my house unless I need to. And that's how I think everyone was at first. Like no one really would leave their house. But then as time went on, things definitely did end up changing. Yeah, definitely. I know that like for, I think, I think you're right. Like the first like week after shit got shut down, like the first few weeks, I think it was like maybe a few period where no one went outside. I remember being in Midtown Atlanta and looking out my window in my apartment and like streets were dead empty. It was so weird. I had never seen anything like that. Like literally not a soul was outside and it was just so strange. No one was leaving their house or like people who um, were like, 
um, out of state because I lived um, on Georgia Tech's campus. So people who like were out of state students were flying back home. Like everyone was just either going to their parents' house or just staying in their apartment. It was so strange. Yeah, it was a weird time. And I just remember like people were rushing to the stores, like trying to get all this food. And I even did too. I remember like we went and got like a bunch of canned goods and I don't normally eat canned goods at all. So I was just like, I'm buying Mm -hmm. these canned goods. Like who knows how long we'll be out. And I still like have them. <laughs> yeah, I still have the canned goods. Like I never ended up using them. But I'm like, hey, I can give them away to like a food kitchen or something. But um, but like I just remember like people were talking about like the meat's gonna be gone, like they're not gonna be able to make meat because it's gonna get infected, blah, 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 all this stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, like what it was our life about to be like? Like I was very concerned. <laughs> I know it was scary. And like the fact that there was no toilet paper, like paper towels or hand sanitizer. It was hand sanitizer, like, that was the was... most insane one. That was like really new yeah. hand sanitizer. People were trying to make it. People were making their own with like tequila and yeah. stuff. Like, Oh my God, all the ones that smelled like, yeah, like tequila. Yeah, so tequila. Disgusting. Yeah, that was always It was just crazy because like, it's yeah. just like no... Like I said earlier, there just hadn't been like a pandemic in like, I think a few, like since the 1900s, like early 1900s. So it's just so strange. And like, no one really knew what was going on. Like, yeah. how people said it developed from bats or like other like random strange things. And there was so much misinformation and no one at first the CDC and said it was, like, like pushed to humans or whatever. Yeah. And like they're even like the CDC, which is understandable. The CDC wouldn't know like necessarily what the correct thing to say was is because we had never experienced anything like this so like at first it was like okay to wear masks and like not okay to wear masks or like you could do this and not do that and it was just so much misinformation like no one really knew what to believe and I think everyone was just OD on trying to stay clean and like stay in their house because I did that like I would like spray my packages down I would make sure I was cleaning every surface like that people would put their hands on so it was just intense. Yeah. Have you seen that South Park episode of the pandemic? I think I think you showed me, yeah. Yeah, that that it was a hot mess. I I mean people tried to make light of it for sure, like once time went on, but it definitely quickly became like a thing that just kind of stressed out everyone. I feel like everyone was kind of stressed and like it's just a weird time where everyone had to also be inside and it's like you you had to limit your surroundings with people. Like I didn't want to go see my like family. Because I was like, I don't want to get you guys sick and like vice versa, even though like none of us were going anywhere. We're just like, we don't know what's safe anymore. And it's just better to stay separate. And I know for like a lot of people, they became really lonely, especially like in places like for me, I almost took a job offer like um, in New York. And so if I, I think about this all the time, I was like, if I was in New York, like when this happened and like with all the stuff that happened in New York and all the like scaries, like, you know, people were dying left and right. Like it was pretty insane. Like, I don't know, like, and also being stuck in some place like a city with like a buildings only where you can't go out and see grass. Cause like I lived at a mm-hmm. house at the time, so I could go in my backyard. And like, if I felt like I needed a moment like outside, like I felt like I could do that and be safe. But like, if you lived in a place like New York where you only have like your balcony, like in your house and like, that's all you're doing every day for like month, like a week, two months, like that's a lot. Like I can see why it took such a toll on so many people, you know? yeah and even that's just great for a lot of people's mental health yeah and that's just mental health alone like imagine if you're dealing with people who are actually sick like that's another thing like there's just Mm -hmm. there's just so many facets like so many like I we were definitely like the lucky ones in the situation of COVID and like in a lot of sense but I just I don't know it was a lot all in all and I feel very grateful for like even though I was slightly um uh, I guess what's the word for it slightly 
like had to change my life and like do all these things like I definitely didn't have the worst of it oh yeah for sure I definitely was very privileged throughout COVID like I didn't have to worry about um you know I don't all my older relatives don't live in the state so I didn't have to necessarily stress about getting them sick um which I was still trying to I was still trying to be as safe as possible like I wasn't trying to infect other people but it was it was nice to not have that stressor where it's like you know that there's someone in your house that you could potentially put in a life-threatening situation um I was definitely privileged or if you didn't have like space like what if you like had to share a room or something like that Mm -hmm. like those families that like maybe can't like have separate rooms with their kids and stuff so they all share a room or whatever like yeah. it's really hard or like if someone did get COVID and it's like maybe you don't have enough rooms for them to be able to isolate themselves like yeah there's like people had to be put in like really tough situations because yeah of COVID. or privileged to yeah. not even so, have to be like an essential worker because imagine the people who are doctors nurses or even the people who had to work at like the grocery stores and stuff like I remember talking to because I lived right across from um, the street from the Publix and so I would talk to mm-hmm the um cashiers and just be like how has it been and they're just like still having to work and like work long hours and put themselves at risk just so other people could get their groceries and stuff like that so like really privileged yeah. to not have to live that because like that's putting you at risk every single day yeah that is true that is true one thing I thought that was insane that like I didn't know was it really like I mean I knew it was a thing but I didn't really know the extent of how much it was a thing was unemployment Mm-hmm. until like uh when COVID hit and like they just started sending out those checks yeah started sending out that money I did not know that this like whole system I mean because I've never had to like you know I would never qualify for it normally mm-hmm. but like I, that was pretty interesting to see too like how the government came in to try to aid the economy and like market when a situation like COVID hit um and also how that divided the nation because you know that became a political thing yeah be- yeah you know like there's it's just crazy like how like you know then there's the people that are like oh like you guys still need to work even if you're like you don't need to take unemployment you need to work or whatever and mm-hmm. it's like some people couldn't work whatever and like that ended up the, dividing the nation sorry or the fact that the government was giving out like checks but it wasn't even enough to cover people's rent like it just like yeah it's understandable again it's like understandable that it was such a shit show because it's something that we've never experienced before, but it's just like that side of unemployment where I'm like, we're only getting one, like, I know, I don't even remember how much it was like one $1,400 check. Like yeah. how the fuck is that supposed to last? Yeah. And there's people that are getting like $800 a week and like, didn't mm-hmm. necessarily need it. And then others that are like having like whole bills to play, maybe like kids and stuff and like barely getting any money. So it was very interesting yeah. how they like, this, I don't know. It, there was definitely like, I don't know, imbalance in that sense. And yeah, you're right. It was new. So it was kind of hard probably for the government to even navigate that. But and so, you know, props to them to an extent. But I think hopefully in the future, if this ever happens again, please, hopefully it never does. But I think maybe we'll be more. Yeah, more I mean, hopefully. But OK, so from that, how would you say that um, your life overall changed because of COVID? Not necessarily like your like cleanliness habits and stuff like that like how did your other areas of your life get impacted by COVID well for me I was in school when it started and then school just immediately got taken away it's also my senior year so I was kind of excited to be there for the end but also I was kind of grateful that I could just do online instead the Mm -hmm. what was the downside of that though is I was doing an internship and it kind of just had to stop and I really liked it and it just kind of had to stop because there was no way for me to go to the school to continue to work on my robots and stuff like I just kind of had to drop that there and just be like all right I'm done 
Um, mm-hmm. I had a job. I'm like, or I do have my job that I had like got pushed back a couple months. Like I was supposed to initially start it in September and then ended up getting pushed back until like January, which for me was very stressful um, because I was like, are they going to like not even hire me? Like, I don't know. Like, is my job up for grabs now? Like, can they afford it? Like X, Y, and Z ended up being totally fine. And, you know, they helped out where they could with that. But it, I was definitely like nervous because I had like had that job set up and then things were just getting pushed back. Um, I also like moved back home during that time and just trying to like live with my mom, you know, and not, you know, try to be safe for her. That was like an interesting thing I had to navigate. Um, but for me overall, I feel like I I definitely, like I said, had it relatively easy. Like um, I, I can separate myself enough from my mom when I'm home that like if I ever did feel weird, I could just like not go in her areas and it would be fine. So I'm like lucky for that. But I think my biggest change in my life was definitely like my job being pushed back and my school, oh, my graduation. Like I didn't have, I wasn't going to have a graduation at first. And then luckily they decided to do it like at the end of the year in December. Um, But I didn't really have like the graduation feeling when I finished school. Like it was just kind of like, oh, I'm done. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I'm sure it's hard to feel like that. I feel bad for, I have said this before, I feel so bad for anybody who was graduating, like the college students who graduated and even this, I feel even like more for the high school seniors who graduated because you lost your senior year and you lost your first year of college. Yep. Like graduation is so important because it's like, makes you feel know, like it's that, like very that happy. big ending feeling of yeah. like, okay, all of this is completed and like, this is like the A celebration bow on top yeah. and you didn't get that. And it's so shitty. Cause it's like, it was so like sudden. Yeah. It was no so sudden. Graduate. You couldn't even do across the field. They were just like, nope, no graduation. Yeah. No graduation. And I'm, I was surprised when they decided that we could do the graduation. I thought they were just going to be like next year or the next class. Who's next? Like, I didn't think they were going to care mm-hmm. like to do one for us, but they luckily did. But you know, I can't really complain because it seriously could have been worse. But like, what about you? How do you think that it changed for you? Um, it definitely changed a lot. Um, I was supposed to have a job working in Switzerland in May of 2020. And I remember back in April, like we still wouldn't, we still were trying to find out whether or not the job would get canceled. And that was like before they knew how, like no one knew how long COVID was going to last for. So they're like, okay, there might be um, a possibility that it'll be gone and everybody can, um, attend this attend the because it was a summer camp so everybody could attend the summer camp and then I was working more on the administrative side of it and I remember I was in the kitchen when I got the email that it was canceled and I was so sad I started crying mm-hmm. and then that kind of fucked me up because I didn't have a job now so I had to go and then my job at um um the restaurant I was working at that got canceled or not canceled but they um they closed the restaurant because of COVID so I had no job. So like I had a job and then I was going to quit that job to start my other job. And then both my jobs just, just like, uh... so <laughs> I was just like, oh, okay. yeah. Um, yeah. So I had to go on. Yeah, I had to go on unemployment. But I mean, other than that, it was not that bad. Like I was able to live in Atlanta in an apartment and, you know, stay away from my parents. So I wasn't getting them sick and like I wasn't going out or anything, but, you know it was just nice to like not have to really worry about interacting with my parents. So I wouldn't, um, if I happened to have COVID, I wouldn't have infected them. And then in July I moved into my parents' house. So I think that's when I started to get way more stressed about COVID. I was always like very conscious, but it was like way more stressful. Like I really wasn't hanging out with people because my mom and my stepdad Mm -hmm. are older. They're not like old, they're in their fifties, but still, 
So I was trying to be very conscious about that. Um, yeah. But other than that, that's like, I, I feel like I'm the same as you. I'm very privileged in the situation that I was in, in COVID. Like I was negatively impacted to some degree, but it wasn't detrimental to who I, to like who yeah. I am and like my whole life, you know, cause like it could have been way worse. So I'm very fortunate. Yeah, it definitely could have been like a lot worse, which I want to stress, like, because I, I think we both are very grateful for like, you know, how it turned out for us, even though it's a shitty situation, like we definitely were on mm-hmm. the less shittier side. But um, to say, like, I mean, it did definitely did both or affect both of us in some way. And like, for me, I know I also had like a lot of anxiety over like catching it, especially in those early days. I remember there was one time that uh, I hung out with like, I didn't, I didn't, wasn't really hanging out with anyone. But I think when I moved home, I have one friend that like lives in my neighborhood and I hung out with her. And like, I think it was her like mom somehow got COVID and I hung out with her like once. And she was like, oh, like I could have COVID. And that, I remember when that happened, I what, like was in my car driving. I was bawling my eyes out. I was like, oh my God. I was like, this is it. Like I, I've gotten bronchitis so many times. Oh. Like I don't know how strong my lungs are. Like I'm about to fucking die. I was like, this could be my like last two weeks. Like I literally thought I was going to die. I was, I was freaking out. I was freaking out. And I, I think about that time now and like, luckily I can oh laugh God. about it. But like in that moment, I really thought my life was over and it was like that for like a few days. I was just freaking out. I was real stressed. Turned out being totally fine. Turned out she didn't even have COVID either. And they ended up being fine. Her mom ended up being fine. But then that, after that, that was kind of like a wake up call to me. Like, okay, really pick and choose who you hang out with because, you know, this shit's for real. Like, you can't just hang out with anyone, I guess. Like, you, yeah, you would think you can hang out with like simple friends. Yeah, seriously. I got potentially infected a few times, actually. And it wasn't even from, like, people who were not following, like, the COVID, whatever, the strictness of COVID. I was hanging out with people who were super strict about COVID. And then they were hanging out with people who were also trying to be strict about COVID. And then somehow, in the midst of that, someone got it. So there was, I think I was potentially infected like three or four times but luckily each time I took a COVID test it was negative but every time that I thought I was infected I would freak out yeah. I such bad anxiety about it because I was like I live with my mom like there's no way for me to avoid my mom how am I gonna um make sure that she doesn't get sick and like I don't want to infect other people yeah. like I've been like at the grocery store or whatever so it's like so much anxiety whenever someone would text me and that would COVID, and then I was also yeah. afraid to have to text other people that I saw exactly like, hey, just so you know I potentially have COVID like it's just uh, just not something I wanted to deal with but luckily every time it was yeah negative. that's like the that's uh, the anxiety like you're like okay am I gonna like die like are my family members gonna die like that was like another reason why I really got really serious about who I hung out with um like especially at the early times because I was like if I like if I was to hang out with my friend or whatever and like they live with their parents I don't want to be the reason that their parents die like I don't want to kill anyone like that Mm -hmm. was my biggest motivator I'm like I don't want anyone to die because of me I gotta really like watch myself and like you know we're both from you know Atlanta area so like in Atlanta, I feel like, uh, especially now in like the last couple months, um, they're kind of, I, I would say more lenient about things. Kind of like, it's not Texas vibes where they're like, oh, fuck the, the first ones to be like no mask. I would even say it's Texas vibes TBH because even 
in July when I was moving out of the apartment, there is a club that was right next to me and it was still open and people were still going. Like, I think at some point, like I think midsummer of 2020, yeah. Atlanta just said, fuck it. They're yep. like, I'm over COVID. And everyone was yeah, like, people COVID were definitely like, fuck it. I know a bunch of people who were going out to bars still and like hanging out and going into parties and all this shit. Like there's definitely people I know. Yeah, who I agree. I agree. At all. And like people were just kind of like, Hey, like, and for me, like I was very particular about who I would hang out with. Like I had like, once like maybe the, at the beginning I was like no one but then after like maybe eight or whatever months went and people they were saying like you can hang out with a couple people at a time or whatever I was like I will I'm willing to hang out with some friends but like I would notice certain friends I would hang out with were, weren't as cautious as like I was trying to be and for me like that would give mm-hmm. me anxiety I'm like dang now I really gotta like choose who I'm gonna hang out with because there's this whole like party culture where people like can't stop partying for a short like I used to like go out go, like going out like going to bars and stuff and I still do like doing that but when COVID came like mm-hmm. I was like I don't care to go to any clubs I don't care to go to Buckhead like go to the Atlanta bars like I don't care to do that I did still want to yeah. go to restaurants and I did still go to restaurants but I was like I'm not going I'm not going out like what's the point so being next to people breathing deep on them like like for why like I, I need to wait and I just it was crazy to see how many people thought differently like the areas were still packed people were still outside and not only like just being with each other like not wearing masks like if I'm gonna go to an outing like I'm gonna wear my mask like I'm not taking off my mask sorry but like people were out and about like it was normal they're like yeah, yeah totally whatever. like there's COVID yeah it's a thing but you know we will be and like there was those people that thought that it wasn't a thing for a while yeah, and I'm like, okay, you you guys are shy <laughs> yeah, this all of a sudden. <laughs> I know, but it would it would honestly blow my mind the people that I know who are educated people and know that COVID is a real thing, and they would still I would see their stories and they would still be like going to the clubs that were open, going to bars. I'm just like, do you guys really not give a shit? And like, it could be valid that like you live by yourself and like you're not going to like infect your parents and stuff, but you still have to go out at some point and you're interacting with people at some point. Like, even if it's not someone you know, there's still the possibility of you infecting someone somehow. So I'm just like, why take that risk? Like, I'm the same way where it's like, I like going to bars and clubs and like, I like having a good time, but I'm not trying to get sick. Like I really, and even if, even if it's like a lot of people, I think a lot of people also have the mentality of that, like we're young. So it's like, we recover, like we're not really at risk. I mean, like that's only like certain people, like people who don't have past like pre-existing conditions, but yeah. But I'm also, my mentality is that like, no one's, this is like the first of its kind. No one's ever experienced this before. We don't know how it's going to impact our body, like 10 plus years down the line. Like when we're older, like it could be that you got COVID and then yeah. for some reason, once you're older, like it is going to negatively impact you. So I was like, I would just rather not get yeah, sick exactly. and not have to worry and about And that's why like, even, like now I'm like, okay guys, I mean, I guess now it's a little different because it we are at the point where they're like, okay, if you're the CD says, have you seen those um memes where like the CDC said this, the CDC that said that or whatever. Yeah. I, I made one. I was like, the CDC said you're a little bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, but now the CDC says that if you're vaccinated, like you can go, you can walk around without masks, which I'm vaccinated and I still don't do that. Like I'm not doing that. Um, yeah but, same I still go to like in the grocery stores and stuff like that because I'm vaccinated too and I still wear a mask like the only time since I've been vaccinated that I haven't worn a mask was when I was in Vegas because their law was that if you're vaccinated then you don't have to wear a mask yeah and um like I, I mean when I was like your own personal places, I wore a mask but like when I was walking outside I was like okay whatever like I'm vaccinated yeah. that's why I'm 
all the time with the outside I'm like okay it's already and like you can barely breathe in the mask so I'm like okay it's hot outside I can barely breathe like we're outside no one's around me like I'm not wearing my mask but if I go grocery stores I'm always wearing a mask or even like gas stations like I've been with people that like they're like oh I don't want to wear my mask and like we're just going in for a second and I'm like why though like why why not it's just two seconds to put it on I saw a funny TikTok of a girl who because I think the running joke is that like liberals or who are not even liberals not to make this political but just like I guess it is political. <laughs> Liberals who are vaccinated still wear their masks because they don't want to look like look Trump's Republicans super, yeah, who don't believe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like Trumpies who don't believe in COVID. And sh- this lady had a shirt that said, not Re- or not Republican, just vaccinated or some shit like that. Oh, I was that's like, that's funny. funny. Yeah, that is like a running joke. I've seen that too. And I'm like, okay, touche. Like I'm, I'm, I still want to wear my mask. And I mean, mm-hmm. there, it's, I, it's crazy how COVID has also divided the world kind of politically because it's like, oh, you know, it's kind of like Republicans and this isn't like this is a generalization so this is not at all like mm-hmm. actually fact don't come for us yeah don't come for us is not actually fact but i think we can all agree that there's there's this kind of stereotype vibes going on now that like republicans generally like or at least the last republican president was like this mm-hmm. uh didn't really support masks didn't really think covid was that big of a deal kind of was just like you know guys we're fine and then liberals are more like, now we need to be vaccinated. We need to keep people safe and uh, mm-hmm. like try to be inside as much as possible and like follow the rules. Um, and I feel like because of that, there is like political divide even more than before. I mean, not even more than before. I think our political divide has gotten a lot better since um, like, you know. The most recent president. Yeah, yeah. Not trying to, not trying to like divide the podcast, but like I'm, we're. I no, think, there doesn't need to yeah. be a divide. I think it's undeniable that COVID is one of the factors in, um, like, what polarized politics so much because of how it was handled by the past president, and it doesn't need to be like a like liberals are this and Republicans are that because there definitely are. Republicans who are getting vaccinated and who understand the seriousness of COVID and, and just like the same way there's liberals that, who probably yeah. are like anti-vaxxers yep. or some bullshit like that you know yep. like it just is like a known generalization that people like staunch supporters of the past president may be less inclined to believe that COVID is a real thing and like less inclined to wear a mask and that's just how it be that's yeah. just how it be and so oh, another thing that was su- super weird um, so I came to visit San Diego where my boyfriend moved the first time in like September of last year and in California, everyone wears a mask. Like you do not see people not wearing a mask. Yeah. And I was here for like two months. Well, that's like a super, and so it was like such a, super liberal state. Yeah, exactly. And it was like such a, it was like a rule that people had to wear a mask, like bars were closed. Like it was just very like secure about COVID. And then when I went back to Georgia, it was so crazy to see people in the grocery stores not wearing masks mm-hmm. and like. It was starting to be because, you know, COVID peaked again in the winter. So it was like maybe the third wave or some shit like that. And I'm just like, there is a fucking pandemic and a viral disease and whatever viral virus and people are not wearing their masks. And it was just so shocking because everyone in California wears a mask and it's like you're looked at weird if you don't wear a mask. Like you literally can't. You have to wear masks in places. And in Georgia, it was like an option. It was interesting to see how like people like made it such a big deal when they were asked to put on masks, like, I didn't like that. Like, it was like, okay, people would go into stores and like, you'd see all these Karens like being like, well, I don't want to wear a mask and I have because, and I don't have to because X, Y, and Z. And it's like, okay, fine. If you feel that way, then don't go to the store. If you don't want to wear a mask, you you don't think it's a big deal. It's fine. Then you don't need to go to that store. If that store wants mm-hmm. you to wear a mask and they say like, you know, on the sign, like wear a mask, 
like you can wear a mask you can just go someplace else like it's not that deep but i i feel like there's so many like videos and stuff of people being like all upset and being like i shouldn't have to wear a mask in here and x y and z and blah blah, oh my blah. God, and i'm yeah. like dude we're in a pandemic like people are just trying to be safe and yeah it's okay if you don't agree but like no one really knows like you know what's going on you can't act like you fucking know everything like they'd be like it's fine yeah, people would fine. people would make up laws they'd be like well based on the constitution or based on this based on that and, yeah. and like i've seen so many videos where they're like uh ma'am sir that's not a real law like you can't just yeah. make up shit about the yeah. constitution there's a rule there's like, you wear no shirt no shoes you don't get any service in some places and you like you accept that like that's pretty well known like that's yeah. a thing that stores decide to do because they they have that right to do that and you just either wear short and shoes or you go someplace else same vibe like if you don't want to wear a mask you go somewhere else like it's not that mm-hmm. deep and it was just interesting to see like how people really felt like that was their right to just not wear a mask and be able to go wherever they want it's like no or not- just like why do you care so yeah. much just like why do you care it's a fucking piece of cloth just put it on yeah, your put face it on. How, is it that and deep? go yeah. out but like people are like acting like their con- like, their constitutional rights and their like human rights are being ripped from them and it's like right I, it doesn't make any sense just like wear it yeah. you won't get sick no one else you won't get anybody else sick and that's it and like you're just going to the grocery store, bro. Like, it's not like you're running a mile. Like, exactly. chill out. Exactly. So that was an interesting con. I never, I only, I only had a few experiences like in person like that. Like I, I had, I went into a place with someone, I'm not going to expose them, but I just remember like they, uh, I had my mask, but the person did it. And the lady asked him to like, wear his mask. He was like, um, he's like, I, why do I have to wear a mask? Like made a whole scene about it. And I was just so embarrassed. What? I was so embarrassed. I was like, please, like, oh God. please put on your mask. Like, please, it's not that deep. Like, why are you making a scene? Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, I'll just wait outside. And oh yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. See, or yeah. just do that. Just be like, okay, I'll just wait outside. Yeah. Like, but like he made a scene before he did their that. Way inside. Yeah. We're no longer in contact anymore. So <laughs> I was like, I, cause I was like, oh, dang. Okay. yeah, I was like, that's freaking ridiculous. Well, it wasn't because of that, but I'm just like, I, that was just a little, I don't know. I feel like it's just so much like if someone, if I'm in some property or whatever, and like, they have some like rules and they're like, not that unreasonable, like freaking, I don't know, put on your shoes or something. Or like, you know mm-hmm. how you go to people's house and they'll be like, take off your shoes if you go here or like, whatever. Like, you know, you can, it's not, yeah. it's not like it's killing me. Yeah. My constitutional rights might say that I don't have to do that, but uh, like, can you just be a normal human and keep it moving? I mean, I guess whatever. I feel like people are going to hate on yeah. us for saying all this. <laughs> <laughs> whatever i hope i mean if hopefully the people who listen to this are understanding um, understand know? that covid's a real yeah, thing i mean sorry guys like uh, don't feel any type of way about any type of the you know whatever you believe it's in whatever you, yeah whatever you believe in is whatever you believe in that's fine but you know the mask thing i think is not unreasonable to wear that's i think that's just all we're trying to say <laughs> that's not unreasonable yeah. at all okay well let's talk about how we think um our future me and your personal future the future of just like everybody in the world is going to be impacted or changed yeah now that covid is hopefully almost over and you know this is such a big event there's no way that like society as a whole isn't going to be changed so like how do you think um life will be uh moving forward yeah that's like one big thing that um like is really interesting about this time is like now we're finally starting to see signs that COVID is actually like coming to a close. Like, you know, the CDC mm-hmm. said this and that, like now we're, we're getting to the end. And for me, like, I feel like we probably, I mean, cause I know for my job, for example, like I have a traveling job. And so normally I would be on like a plane every week and us uh, to work from home is like strikingly, like strikingly 
striking, strikingly, I don't know. It's extremely strikingly different. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> different than um than how my life would normally be. So um it'll be interesting to see. Like apparently we're going to be um like going kind of back to normal little by little and starting in September. So I'm intrigued to see. So it seems like that's kind of the time. And also like festivals are coming back in September and I like book some tickets for those and stuff. So it seems mm-hmm. like September-ish to the end of the year time is like when things are really going to like start being like fully normal almost again. And like right now we're just starting to see like the early signs of that. And that is super exciting for me. I mean, like I said, I'm vaccinated, like my family's vaccinated and I still wear my mask so I I feel pretty comfortable when I go out now and I just don't have that same fear that I once did have um I don't know it almost feels like it's not a thing like I won't get it anymore but I know that it's still there and I still am like taking precautions but it does feel like it's like pretty much over yeah I agree um it definitely feels way different to be vaccinated now and to know that um I at least am like a little bit more safe um but yeah, I think life will change. It's like, it's inevitable that it's not like, it won't change at all. Like it's going to have to change. Yeah, life is definitely going to change. I think we'll be way more cautious about like groups and shit and like even like clubs and just how like we operate in big groups. I think that will be um, very different and travel too because there's countries who are still like facing COVID and it's so horrible in some countries like in India, for example, Um so it's not like fully over, but at least in the United States, it, it seems like it's on the road to recovery, but I don't know how to predict how it's going to change, but I know it will. Yeah. And I'm just excited to be honestly over with it. Like I'm excited for life to go back to normal. I'm excited to be able to live and travel and not be judged because that's another mm-hmm. thing. Like, I feel like, um, I don't know, like, I feel like the, mm, I want to be careful how I say it, but I just feel like when you get on other ends of the political spectrum like you just see like a lot like a lot of I don't know I feel like if you go super liberal you see like a bunch of like people don't want you to go anywhere which I think mm-hmm. is um like a little like a lot to ask but at the same time like I see why because like okay we need to be safe we don't need to be traveling like a lot you know we need to be safe whatever like not whatever but like we, we don't want to get people sick I agree with that but I don't think that we have to be stuck in our houses like all the time I, I mm-hmm. yeah and I think that there's like a disagreement and I'm probably like on the other like on the like not as common opinion of that because I feel like a lot of people do like judge you know when people oh I don't know because I do like I don't think like people like should be doing like big parties and big events and stuff like that but I don't know I just saw like a lot of hate towards like anyone that would go out and do like even like a little travel or like a little road trip or something like that and they're like you should yeah. just stay home type thing um, I mean there's no extreme like there's not yeah. an extreme like yes you should or no you shouldn't like it's it's how you do it so it's like if you're going out and as long as you're trying to take the precautions to protect yourself and others I don't think there's harm in traveling and like yeah doing shit and like if you're as long as you're not going to an area that's like infecting people like Tulum for example like Tulum is in Mexico in general is like a big travel place for Americans right now and they're thinking of shutting down Mexico again because people were going and maybe some people weren't as safe as others yeah and I think their COVID rates are starting to go back up. So it's just like, you have to just travel responsibly. Yeah. there, And I think you can do it responsibly. You can travel responsibly. And I feel like there's some people out there that think like you can't, like you, you just need to be home. And so I'm excited to yeah, see. Yeah, I don't agree with that. Yeah, I don't either. But I do agree. Like if the, if you're going someplace, especially another country, you need to be on your P's and Q's and not like get the, 
people that live there sick like that's ridiculous Mm -hmm. um so I'm excited for like that kind of judgmental tone of like going out and doing things to go away not like bars and stuff but like um traveling because your girl likes to travel like road trip at least but um same yeah (laughs) but so I'm excited for like things to get normal and like be able to do those things again and just be like back to normal but um I think that we can move to our what question of the week questions comments and concerns so yeah we have a question um do you want me to read it yeah okay okie dokie um let's see okay so this question is is it possible sorry (laughs) is it possible to push the reset button on life at 26 i'm not happy where i am in life i just want to start things over instead of being a victim i sincerely want to push the reset button okay i think it's possible i think you can restart your life at any age it's just like you have to figure out what you want and it's a direction like i think you're never stuck in a situation like if you're really not happy you have the power to change it and it, it can be hard to do that but it's not out of your control so if you really want to change your life and like push a reset button it's totally possible yeah like it kind of goes what i've said and like i this is like i want to get it tattooed on my freaking chest like in huge words <laughs> <laughs> but like you live like your own reality like it's all in your head whatever like your life is and like if you want to change it at any moment like literally this next second you could change your life and completely live a completely different life than the life that you've been living like you have that ability like all that ability just at the palm of your hands you can completely change everything about your life if you want to like you have that control on your life and I feel like sometimes it looks seems like you don't it's easy to like look at your life and go through these same motions these same routines and just think this is just how it is how my life is oh sorry I got a ping this is just um yeah but I I feel like you can look at your life and I've I've been done this in the past plenty of times where I've been like dang like I'm really sad like I feel like maybe I don't have any friends or I don't have any like events to do any activities I can do any whatever like whatever I don't like about my life I'm like dang this is sucks I'm in this rut but then I try to take myself and like pull myself back from that mentality and be like yeah okay what do I not like about my life and how can I change each aspect to something that I prefer more? Because your life, like, even when I'm, like, sad, when I'm really feeling sad, I always try to, like, stop myself and be like, why am I, like, this is my life. Like, I'm living in my own head. So, like, why am I making my life and my head, like, so messed up? Like, even if my life does have some bad elements to it, I can just tell myself that I'm living my best life and, like, try to act in that way. And like, eventually you're going to just trick your brain into thinking that way. Like that is, that's, that's a whole thing that actually does work. Like you tell yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, you try to condition your mind, you train your mind to focus on the positive things, like even the littlest things and focus on like all the good in your life. And eventually like, that's all you'll see. And I feel like it, it definitely is hard to do. And, but I do think it is possible. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, It's hard to do, but it's possible. And I like what you said about like recognizing that, like the mindset that you're in and making like active steps to change that. Because I think that people, this is like a generalization, but I think it's really easy to get stuck in like that negative, like almost victim mentality. Not that you are, like you could possibly be a victim, like whatever, I'm not saying like that, but I'm just saying it's really easy to kind of just be down and like not make any changes. So I think it's important if you, yeah, like, it's just important to, like, make active changes. So I like that you said that. And I think that that's, like, the first step in 
changing your life and resetting it. Like it could be career, it could be relationship, friendship, whatever. You just have to figure out what you want and then make the steps to change it. Not trying to, like we say, not trying to be like, we have all the answers and we know it all because it's easy to just say that and be like, yeah, that's how you solve your problem. Bye, Mm -hmm. bitch. But like, no. (laughs) No. No, just try it. Maybe that'll help. And if not, come back to us and maybe we can advise something I think that's a good first step for sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think we're at the end of our episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you have any questions, comments, and concerns, um, email us or DM us on Instagram. It's at 20 somethings pod official. The 20 is a two and a zero. It's 20. Oh, uh, maybe it's at 20 somethings official pod. Try either one of those. I always forget what it is. I think it's 20 somethings official pod. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Oh, sorry. 20 something. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's like a two and a zero, not a, the word. Yeah. But yes, thank you for, thank you for um, listening. We really appreciate you guys tuning in and hopefully didn't uh, hurt anyone's feelings in this episode. We definitely, um, you know, could have just talked about it high level, but I hope you appreciate that we are real with you guys and we tell you guys our real opinions on things. So yeah, we'll see you guys in our next episodes and see you then. Bye. Bye.